0: Assalamu alaikum, welcome back to Parenting Hour. You're tuned in to Unity FM 93.5 or you're tuned in to Inspire FM 105.1 My name is Kathleen roach and I'm here in the studio this evening with you um, discussing a topic that maybe some of you are quite uh, surprised about but uh, as we did mention about a couple of times in the first half of the show it may not be suitable and uh, you need to decide for what age group of your children this topic is suitable for so if you have a younger child that is um, listening and is beside you uh, you may decide to change channel Um, it's not appropriate for younger children to to listen to uh, uh, and talk about or discuss or find out from the radio about pornography and sex addiction and that's what we're talking about this evening and we have with us a very senior trainer and relationship therapist who is expert in this field uh, Abada Ahmed who has been already talking to us about this and telling us some of the facts that it does affect the Muslim community also so listeners parents if you are listening and you have children in the car uh, I'd advise you to turn over to another channel um, because this is not appropriate to hear about this from us on the radio and you will know the appropriate time for you to bring up this in your own households and talk to your own children young people teenagers about this yourselves Abida, we were talking there before the break um, about gender. We were talking about the changes, of course, of first about uh, pornography over the years and how it's not uh, the top shelf magazines anymore, that it is mobile phones in everybody's houses. And you gave us some statistics about how young children are accessing this from age 11 to 16. So, parents that are just tuning in now after the break may be quite surprised to hear this that actually their young teenager may already have accidentally or deliberately accessed um, some pornography online. So it's oppor- opportunists, as, as you mentioned there, um, mm. that it mm. often happens. Um, we were talking there just before the break about gender because we were often there's a thinking that if something was this was to happen and it doesn't happen I know a lot of Muslim families saying it's not happening to us this is haram for Muslims it's not happening in our communities and we've already discussed it it does happen but they might be thinking that it's more to one gender than the other and you were saying that you've come across females that uh, suffer and from this sexual addiction also
1: absolutely mm-hmm. absolutely and um um the reality is that we know from uh, our beloved prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam that he specifically when he when he He's used to uh, talk about zina he 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 gave us the category so he did talk about the zina of the eyes so pornography is actually zina of the eyes really because you're looking at something that you shouldn't be really looking at mm-hmm. so it's not a, 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 if you think about it it's not an alien concept in islam it's just that we haven't really as a community, we haven't really learned how to respond to it. Um, Moving on to the second thing about gender, uh, we know that pornography or sex addiction is not, it doesn't discriminate with gender at all. So um, the reality is that a lot of young female uh, Muslim girls and the reality is that some of these female young Muslim girls are, are practicing Muslim girls. Mm-hmm. For them, their, their their spiritual life is quite the center of their uh, their existence. So when they struggle with this, it, it's very difficult. So they understand on a on a conscious level, they understand the consequence, they understand it's wrong, but the fact that it's addictive, they can't stop themselves. Just as if you think about somebody who wants to wants to give up on smoking? They know smoking uh, is problematic,
0: mm-hmm. but they
1: can't just help because it becomes part of uh, the the chemical kind of thing. is becomes part part of their 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 body. Uh, they struggle to let go, and when we th- when we think about recovery. Uh, or detoxification of other addictive things. There is so much help. There, there are rehabs, you know, uh, with smoking. The NHS invest would invest so much in terms of uh, things that would help people to come out of uh, the the addictive things. So unfortunately when it comes to porn and sex addiction um even the the mainstream help is quite uh quite uh short unfortunately um going back to the fact that young people why is it a young people's thing now uh, the model that we uh we use is um like i like i said we we talk about opportunity
0: mm-hmm. which is
1: something that is introduced um it could be introduced accidentally a child could have gone onto youtube and just found some something and as a as a means to just be more maybe more just uh, curious or whatever or as a means to just uh an exercise or for, you know a tool to forget about something else you just indulge into something right mm-hmm. uh but there's also a thing where we where we believe that there's a huge correlation between trauma um childhood trauma whether that's um, uh, sexual abuse um, or uh, domestic violence and all those uh, kind of things where children and we uh, you and i both know we've attended enough safeguarding uh trainings and stuff where we know that a lot of young 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 children are unfortunately um, sexually abused at very young age but we also know that uh, children who have attachment disorders as children they are also uh, quite prone to these addictive behaviors whether it's uh, porn addiction, whether it's drug or alcohol, or whether it's um, uh, gaming. Because, unfortunately, uh, uh, the relationship that young people have with games and their consoles Mm -hmm. is quite problematic as well, unfortunately.
0: Mm-hmm. and and hence why we actually deliver parenting courses for all parents not just for um pa- parents of children from age 4 to 11 or teenagers we actually also have courses about uh for parents that are pregnant and for parents that uh, up to three, 3 years to build to know how to build that secure attachment and that bond right from the beginning right from pregnancy because as you mentioned there that is so important as a a, ho- a tool through life um if if they have that secure 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 attachment right from the beginning and feel safe and secure and it is a parent that needs to be educated on how to do that how to build that bond how to respond baby how to to grow that And, and this is where we come in and deliver the parenting courses to be able to help that so that children don't have any uh, attachment issues later on in life.
1: Absolutely. Mm. may Allah bless you. May Allah put barakah in your time because I feel that you, you, you're you doing a really, really great community service. Alhamdulillah.
0: Alhamdulillah. And you, you also, mashallah. So we've talked a lot. So there's lots of different variables there of how young people and adults could be open to this uh, to pornography and uh, sex addic- addic- addiction is there something and anything else that we have overlooked of how they could be introduced
1: well if you if you think about um, the the way that the, the cycle works because mm-hmm. obviously it's uh, peop- people don't they might be exposed to some something and then there might be a dormant phase where they would not do anything for many years. Um, we need to understand that these, the, the way as a community we need to start deal with this in a compassionate way rather ridiculing humiliating or shunning these people because they need our help
0: Definitely, definitely indeed And the, So when we're talking about um, this uh, maybe we talk about recovery first before we go into prevention a bit more you, you have um, people that you ha- you're dealing with, you're you're talking, you're doing, meeting them every week, and people can recover from this.
1: Alhamdulillah, people can and people do, and um, the reality is that the recovery isn't is not as difficult as it sounds. So if you think about um, um, if you think about um, a balance between mind body and soul
2: mm-hmm.
1: so the recovery is kind of based on those three principles that we want to bring um, so we want to bring our bodies our, our our souls our nafs and our mind our akal into harmony so the, the so that those are the principles that we would use when we think about treatment now before I talk about uh, exactly what we do in treatment I feel that this might be a good place to talk about some online free resources or um, easy to access resources for young people because a lot of young people, their difficulty is either they're not in a position to pay for their treatment or they're too shy, you know, they, they don't have the confidence to reach out and come
0: and see somebody. Get in contact with Sister Abida, f- with uh, from Amana counselling, or send an email with uh, Sister Abida in the subject title or today's topic in the subject title, and we will they will forward it on to her, and she will, can send you the details again of Inshallah. that. Inshallah. Inshallah. Definitely. Okay. Right. Definitely. So there is, mashallah. So there's lots of there is help there, there is support there, there is therapies there, and you see people improving. You see people, mashallah alhamdulillah, um taking on that responsibility wanting to make changes and alhamdulillah they do improve if, oh yeah definitely. wonderful wonderful uh, so can we just before the end of the show where we're we coming up now we're ending the show in about 6-7 minutes time can we talk about maybe a little bit about prevention because we may have terrified some of our parents that are tuned in and they, as you, we didn't want to do this but um, some of our parents may be really very concerned now about um, what is happening to their children so what could what preventative methods should we put in place do you think?
1: I I was going to say that if we think about um, what parents can do that's mm-hmm. one aspect and then obviously what can we do as a community so there are two different responses mm-hmm. um, I, when we think about the parents responsibility obviously the key thing is open communication so we need to de- we need to really Um, desensitize ourselves and be bold and brave and confident enough to learn how to talk about these things because Mm -hmm. it's difficult it's not an easy topic to raise with our children it's embarrassing it's awkward uh, but it has to be done so I think the first thing that parents need to do is um, have open communication the second thing is to have an Islamic understanding of sex education Again, I think we leave all this to schools to, mm. and then when the schools give us the sex education, we don't like it because we feel that maybe it's not introduced in the way that we would want for our children depending on our own um, religion. Mm-hmm. So it's parental responsibility to be able to give their children the sex education that they need. Mm-hmm. It's also important to be aware and check the games and the, the websites that our children are interacting with. So we need to become um, knowledgeable in how to check the history and kind of see what they're doing. We also, we need to limit the screen time. We need to see, you know, what, and we cannot do that unless we lead by example. So we need to, as, as parents, we have to uh, we have to limit our own screen time. And then something that I've always picked up from you, you've always uh, you you tell parents to be to role play things. So the concept of role play is quite effective when parents are teaching their children, in terms of teaching their the concept of personal boundaries with friends, um, and the countering questionable situations. You know, how do they? What do they do if they encounter a questionable situation? And then it's it's also important to keep an eye not just on their uh, their uh, computers but also on their social media. Uh, we need to learn what they, what's going on their Instagrams and their Snapchats or whatever. So it's uh, it's uh, and and at the end of the day, it's also about explaining consequences because these they're the huge consequences for mm-hmm. these, children, these things. So I think that's what parents need to do. And when it comes to the communal responsibility, I feel that we need um, we need recovery ambassadors in in places like our academic institutions, our madrasas, our masjids. I really have this vision where we can tr- we can teach our uh, imams. Uh, we can do we can we, we, we they would know what to do when a young person reaches out to them rather than shunning them away or shaming them and telling them that it's a sin that they've committed. They need to be able to reach out to to these people for guidance and direction and um it, 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 it can be done mm. it, it, inshallah it can be done
0: inshallah inshallah and with allah's help inshallah and with our intentions it, it it is important that we we do try and highlight this and try and help the, those people that are affected and try and prevent it indeed and as we do an Approach for Parenting a lot of our courses we try to establish that, that attachment as we said from the beginning and then we look at different things or with behaviour or emotional issues as the child grows up um, helping parents to be able to talk about feelings and feelings of unsafety of things that may happen so that they're not just looking at uh, outside the family of stranger danger but also of um, feelings of people that are near to them that is not quite right and how to identify that and where to go to then and who to speak to about that to get absolutely. further help absolutely. yeah absolutely so that that is r- really very positive ways of moving forward and i think all together it with all of us inshallah and with allah's help and inshallah he will open doors for us to be able to help more people so that they are not suffering that they are not in the first place introduced to something like this and uh, then they know where to get the correct help inshallah and that the mosques will be more open, be able to talk about this, be able to understand these people more and bring them back into their faith rather than leaving them outside the doors and don't know where to go. Absolutely, Mm. Absolutely. inshallah. Inshallah. Uh, Just on another topic before we end, because I think we have, mashallah, we have covered this very well, and I'd like to thank you for this, Abida. And I know on another topic, you're going to be doing something for us very soon, inshallah, on um, actually the Saturday coming, on the 24th of um, March. On Saturday, we have a a Me For You course, mashallah, which is a pre-marriage course um, coming up in Birmingham, uh, getting young people to reflect on themselves and know themselves prior to marriage and prepare themselves in who are they and who are they looking for a for a suitable spouse in marriage
1: absolutely and i'm, I'm, I'm actually very excited uh, that i am and i'm really grateful that i will be part of that delivery and it's an excellent course obviously i've sat uh, through it before and it's a- absolutely amazing and mm-hmm. i really wish i had done something like this when when i was thinking about marriage <laughs> So um, uh, amazing learning, definitely.
0: Alhamdulillah. So we have people over the age of 18 and some of them mature in their 20s that are not married, but uh, still when they've come on this course have actually thought about marriage from a different perspective and have gone out thinking, wow, that has really taught me what I should be looking for, how I should approach this topic, who I should be looking for, how can I build this unit solid from the beginning, what I need to know about myself and how I need to go away and explore that. More and what questions I need to be asking about the other person to get that solid relationship together.
1: Absolutely, mm-hmm. and uh, I really, I really hope that a lot of young people who are listening, or the parents who are listening. Uh, would get in touch and enrol their young people onto this course inshallah inshallah
0: of course if they, if you want to find out more about it you can go to Approach for Parenting website or Facebook page or if you want to please email studio at unityfm.net and they will pass on um, the emails to us as well and get you registered um, closing date will be very shortly so you need to uh, act quickly parents if you are interested about this uh, inshallah because usually on Thursday uh, we uh, close the, um, the session in, in inshallah uh, with numbers which is only today's time so inshallah uh, we're going to have to end this evening Um, thank you for for coming on board Sister Abida and explaining that uh, topic to us in so much detail and I hope it has been of benefit inshallah to our listeners I really appreciate all the hard work you're doing may Allah bless you and enable you to continue this inshallah and be able to help others as you you do always inshallah
1: inshallah ameen Yes, I really you. appreciate
0: your time. Thank you very much. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi And listeners, thank you also for tuning in. Inshallah, do tune in to us to another session next week, Inshallah, where we'll be talking about a different topic on Parenting Hour on Unity FM 93.5. Have a good week, Inshallah, and do take care of yourself and your families and have lots of happy moments together with your families and lots of fun, Inshallah. Ameen. May Allah bless you and look after you all, Inshallah. Assalamu alaikum.
2: يا رفيق الدرب اني اذكر الفضل و حسني يا اذكر انها لحظات شكر و انتاني مني انها لحظات شكر و انتاني مني يا رفيق الدرب اني اذكر الفضل
3: كم حملت الهم معني عندما كلت يميني ولكم ما زرطني في أمر دنيا يا وديني كم حملت الهم معني عندما كلت يميني ولكم ما زرطني في أمر دنيا يا وديني. من يسر في الركون استقابير الاسلامي بمن صاحب واختر وليه وأنا اخترتك فازددت رضيا ورقيا يزن المرء بمن صاحب واختر وليه وأنا اخترتك فازددت رضيا ورقيا, ورقيا
4: Feel like you're in pain, and it feels like you're in chains. So worried you can't think straight, but things change like rainbows after rain, and nothing ever stays the same. I know you've lost your way Cause you don't know what tomorrow holds So you gotta hold on just a little more Cause in the middle of You will see this love coming from above So just spread your wings and soar you will never know until you spread your wings and soar. You will never know until you spread your wings and soar. Stays cause Lord knows that we've strayed, but you will find your way, so be brave when hardship comes your way, cause ease comes after pain, and ease comes after pain. Cause you don't know what tomorrow holds, so you gotta hold on just a little more, cause in the middle of, you will see this love coming from above, so just spread your wings and soar, you will never know. Your wings and soar
2: mm-hmm.
4: From the mountaintops To the ocean floor I'm gonna spread my wings So just watch me soar No, I can't be stopped. I'm flying out that door. I'm gonna spread my wings. So just watch me soar. From the mountaintops to the ocean floor. I'm gonna spread my wings. So just watch me soar. No, I can't be stopped. I'm flying out that door. I'm gonna spread my wings. So just watch me soar.